Hello and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Movies where we talk about the Indian genre films you've never heard of, the ones you can't hear enough about, and the ones you never want to hear about again. My name is Nathaniel Muir and I'm the movie editor at AIPT. Joining me on these ongoing adventures is the host who will tell you when it comes to phones, the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> yes, yes, Blackberry Bowl. <laughs> I'm Blake. I'm Blackberry Blake. Yeah, well, that's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> I'm glad that you liked it. Um, so, uh, by the way, last week uh, we, we saw Blackberry. If you haven't seen it, really check it out. It's amazing. Uh, lots of news. So we're going to jump right into it. So, uh, Beetlejuice was a classic from when you were a child, when I was a child. I think we, I'm sure you, I imagine you loved it. Like, of course, yeah, yeah, of course. I, I saw that like um, Montwood, I think, or something. I saw the Dollar Theater like multiple times. My sister and I would always go and check that movie out. But yeah. uh, Beetlejuice 2 was announced this week. Um, Michael Keaton's going to be back. Great idea. Winona Ryder's going to be back. That's also a good idea. Jenna Ortega taking up ah. the interesting casting. So, uh, obviously, I guess the main thing is. Um, is she already getting typecast in her very young career. Ooh, I, you know what? Maybe, <laughs> but I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I think she's like a creature of darkness. I think she is attracted to these roles. I think there's something to that. I think you can kind of tell when an actor or director um, is actually into the genre, and I think you can tell that she's into the genre. I think she likes the darkness. You know, I I think that's cool. I think I did. That was news to me. I had no idea what you were going to say for that. So that's, I, I think that's cool. That's a cool cast. Yeah, she's uh, been cast as uh, Winona Ryder's daughter in this. So okay. it's interesting, like, um, hopefully, hopefully, and Tim Burton, for as great as he was back when we were kids, he's been pretty awful in our adult <laughs> lives. Oh, you but, don't like um, Blue Eyes? I don't like Blue Eyes. I don't, don't, <laughs> don't really care for the uh, Alice in Wonderland ones either. Oh. Um, the um, I hope that he doesn't, just decide to rehash Beetlejuice, but with you know Ortega. Mm-hmm. But I hope he doesn't do his like new stuff either. So I don't know. It's like a weird. I'm a little bit worried. It's been over three decades. I'm a little bit worried about what's going to happen with this. I, when I saw this on here, I was like, dude, what's your last Tim Burton movie that you liked? Holy shit! Did he do Big Fish? He did that one. Right? Yeah, he, but yeah, that was uh, 2003 or two. <laughs> Long time ago, and that was uh, that wasn't even a Tim Burton, you know, Burton esque. I mean, joint. it had it, it yeah. wasn't a Tim Burton joint, it, it was not as much as like you know, Edward Scissor's Hands or right. later stuff. Dark Shadows was pretty rough. Oh, yeah, and I was still looking forward to Dark Shadows, yeah, I was great too. cast, and I, I love the property, and yeah, Dark Shadows, I'm not, not a big fan of. I, I, I love Sleepy Hollow, and I, that's probably what 1999. Sleepy Hollow was really cool. Um, it was really cool, actually. And I loved Sleepy Hollow. I thought that was an awesome movie. Um, Man, is that the last rodeo for? Fuck, him? dude. Okay, <laughs> now I'm worried. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, the cast is great. Like Winona Ryder has like had a resurgence in recent yeah, totally. years. Michael Keaton has had a resurgence. Uh, he never went away. He just, I mean, he never got bad. He just wasn't given oh. as many roles, right? Uh, right. But he's coming back, and Jenna Ortega, as you said, seems to really uh, like these genre roles. So, cast-wise, I'm totally secure. I mm. just don't know what they're gonna do with the story. Yeah, what could it be? <laughs> well, I hope. See, my worry is that Jenna Ortega is basically gonna be who Winona Ryder, uh, what, Lydia. Lydia. I, I'm afraid she's just gonna be Lydia, but the 23rd, 21st century version of her, and. We saw it. I, I don't think nothing against Jenna Ortega. I don't think she can do better than what Winona Ryder did back in '88 or whatever. Damn, uh, um, yeah. I hope that Tim Burton has some magic left in him because it's a wonderful property and it's a great cast. And that's just for starters what we're getting. Hopefully, it'll only get stronger. But yeah, I don't know. Thirty-five years is a long time for doing sequels. It, that's also proven to not be so great. You're so right. I don't know. I and. I think probably it's going to be real Beetlejuice heavy, like the character. Like yeah. if if you, I mean, if you've watched Beetlejuice recently, he's he's not in it that much, you know. He's no. he's definitely an integral part of it, but it's yeah, it's it's very much a family story. And I bet we get a lot of that. But man, I think they're gonna. I well, I hope I hope they let Michael Keaton kind of shine and just kind of do his thing. And 
Beetlejuice, him, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah, let him Beetlegeist it up. Yeah, that's right. But we'll, Juice we'll Demon as the as the spirit of Halloween costume. It's Juice Demon. <laughs> Juice Demon. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you can get real juicy with it. <laughs> uh, this week, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I, I know you like to play mm. video games, but are you a mobile? Do you play? I, I I never, very very rarely do I play, and I, I don't think I've ever played Five. Not not I don't think I know for a fact. I've never played Five Nights at Five Nights at Freddy's. I definitely have. I, yeah, I had a couple of them on a uh, tablet back in the day. I'm a Pokemon Go guy predominantly. <laughs> Uh, okay. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah don't even get me started um but uh i'm not a huge mobile gamer and five five nights at freddy's is is very much a um i don't know it's like i think i feel like that was a fleeting experience like there's like a there was like right? 12 of them and they came out like every six months and so like it was, seven years ago right or yeah like it, that? oh at least at least seven years ago so yeah, it's a weird property. Um, if you've seen uh, Willie's Wonderland, is that the Nick Cage? Yeah, Nick Cage, yeah, yeah. Similar vibe, similar vibe. So, you know, it's uh, animatronics run amok and uh, demonic, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. They could, I, maybe I'm here for it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The trailer was, like, pretty uh, meh. Yeah, like, I agree. Very lazy. Like, it was just, like, random clips of what's in the movie like but no cohesion to it no i mean it was just the only way that would have made sense to you is if you were like you were super into the games like that's what i think it is lots of uh, callbacks but shit i mean the people were playing it seven years ago or like what graduating high or however long ago it was i don't think they give a shit i i I don't know i don't know but (laughs) i do know that my my godson came up to me the other day and he was like he told me um we can't go to chuck e cheese anymore i was like well pretty easy we never go <laughs> he was like no 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 but like the animatronics when they close they hurt people and they do this and that and i was like uh then i found that this trailer came out and i was like oh okay so i think people like that age are the audience like i, I mean, think you're right yeah i just and those schlups uh, will go see fucking anything <laughs> anything that their parents will take them to see they're gonna see so i'm uh, i'm betting this is like a pg-13 like which is fine there's some good pg-13 horror movies but like i don't know matthew matthew lillard's in this i think is he oh i do i do enjoy a lillard sighting when you get one yeah yeah he's he's cool he's he's really cool actually i mean great screen he's a cool guy but yeah he's shaggy he's shaggy yeah so i don't know we'll 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 i'll I'll, I'll see we'll see see. yeah we'll we'll see what happens this weekend uh we stopped by uh blake's brewery and Regina said that the dancing movie was going to be at Cannes, and I laughed at her, and I told her <laughs> was so ridiculous that it would never happen. Forgetting, I forget that the French will do the craziest <laughs> shit. Turns out that Danzig's second movie, not Veronica, unfortunately, that would be really funny, but um, <laughs> his cowboy western vampire uh, extravaganza. <laughs> extravaganza is going to be playing at Cannes. And it's so crazy when you think like oh, David Lynch and whatever, arts, uh, Wes Anderson, Glenn Danzig, <laughs> like representing the French Riviera, not this year, but just in general. Really weird. I mean, I just enjoy picturing Danzig walking around the french riviera and like how how he is received how i wonder how the french will receive him because uh from sitcoms in the 80s they have taught me he they love jerry lewis uh they were the first to welcome johnny depp back that's true that's true oh. you know what he's probably he probably owns a castle there for all i know he might be huge in france honestly i bet that is true i bet danzig's huge in france i when i think i know that europe is big on like metal but I always think of Germany and England. Like That's France, true. I don't I don't really think of France being into that. Like I don't Gojira, know. Though. Gojira, though. is really good. I don't know. If Dan, I don't know. I think it's just really, I mean, it, I just love the idea of Danzig rubbing elbows with like the Hollywood elite at a fucking, you know, that kind of event. It just humors me to no end because you know he's just gonna walk around being dancing and like yeah. being heavy metal as shit. And like I that there's an aspect of that I absolutely love. I think that's the best part. The fact that he got a movie in there, that's 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 cool. But the fact that it's Glenn Danzig <laughs> in like the most like high scale of film events that you can imagine. Like that's just 
it's like oil and water and it's something <laughs> i really want to see I, I so want to see it i hope i hope his twist of cans comes alive genre of the future and we're gonna look from may the 19th through the 25th what's coming out we're gonna start with a movie that we saw a, a, a few months back uh, it's coming to shutter and we always have great things to say about shutter uh may the 19th consecration we had a lot a lot to say about this <laughs> but um if this looks interesting to you and i don't see i don't see why it wouldn't look because it's amazing imagery great poster yeah. really cool trailer if you're still a little bit on the fence though check out our episode on concentration because we um i don't think we were uh there was no um uh, indecision on how we felt about it no the only thing that i find yeah i just like the guy that looks like buster poindexter he was good <laughs> oh there's one of those in moon garden too yes, but, uh, <laughs> consecration may 20 may 19th shutter um the past few weeks we've had some really really cool titled movies uh digital streaming on may the 23rd exorcism in utero that's <laughs> exactly what it sounds like it looks it's pregnancy horror a woman um i don't know finds a possible sex dungeon uh, it turns into a demonic possession possibly and this is one of those movies where it looked like back in the 80s like this would have been in every video store in the oh. 80s like i would just be <laughs> i'm sure i would have rented it a few times and i would just be staring at at the uh, box art for this because can you picture the box art what would it be i imagine uh one of the scenes actually like a red background though it's, it's painted okay. red background okay uh a devil black shadow and then the pregnant lady holding it but like one hand is a claw type Ooh, okay 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 i like that Ooh, i like that a lot actually you know what mine is because i thought the same shit mine is the the cellar door open dark room cellar door open green light coming through with a hand with a ring coming out of like the ring yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so this this movie much like uh, the hellhole mine and the curse of wall mountain it's it's low budget and it it, i don't think it's gonna win any awards but it looks like it looks pretty entertaining actually like it's pretty generic as horror stories but a lot of horror is uh it looks really, really fun. So if you're an old school horror fan, I mean, this might be this might scratch out itch for you. Yeah, that first, I, I'm so glad we were kind of on the same page with this. This had a, a such a throwback vibe, and yeah, you don't, you know, we've talked about it all the whole time. You don't need a good, huge budget to have a really fun movie. Yeah, I think this has all the trappings of something that looks kind of really fun and just kind of popcorn, kind of popcorn horror movie. Which you know, great title. <laughs> Seems like. Honestly, it could go many directions. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm very much looking forward to exor- exorcism in utero. This uh, And I'm glad too, because like it's easier to make movies now than it ever was. It, at least it seems like it is. But mm-hmm. horror really it seems to have like low, low budget horror really seems to have um, kind of embraced that old school feel to where they're still fun, but they're not purposely bad, but they they know their limits also. They, they're they just out to entertain, whereas the dramas and the rom-coms and um, thrillers, like nothing against those genres, but they try, they, they try to go more than, the, they try to do more than they're able to, and they end up just mm-hmm. making shitty movies. Like, mm-hmm. they're not, they're, they're not, they never would have made USA or <laughs> Cinemax or anything. They never would, would have been on those channels, but horror has done a really good job of uh, clinging to those roots. Yeah, I think that's why I'm still such a huge fan. And like we talk about this stuff every week because like there's still stuff like this getting made. And, you know, I just I appreciate it. (laughs) I I want I just yeah, I mean, good, bad, you know, tell some stories, you know, tell some fun stories. And, you know, there. I think this obviously has lots of trappings of stuff that we've seen just tons of times before. But that does not mean in any way you can't really have a great time with it and i yeah again i i'm gonna keep saying this as we see stuff like this i hope they keep making shit like this keep doing it i totally agree um we talk about shutter a lot just mentioned shutter on here but in uh recent weeks and months uh we've been able to see a lot of movies from screenbox um mm-hmm. the remake of cube uh all jacked up and full of worms oh yeah so, um i believe project wolf hunting ended up going to screenbox You're right Oh, like a very interesting library to say the least. So they have an, an anthology coming up called Creepy Pasta. Now I'm gonna throw it out there completely transparent. 
I don't know if it's my age or just something that just bounced off of me. I never really was a creepypasta person. Really? I, I, honestly, yeah. I'm a little bit surprised because I feel like it is, it can be cool. And I'm not saying that because I wrote some <laughs> 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 in my college days. <laughs> but I think it has its place. I think it's, I think it's stupid, uh, short form you know fiction that it either totally works or it totally does not right. and i think i like i like kind of like the 50 50 coin flip on it because it's over real fast either way yeah and that's pretty much defines anthology to it some of it's gonna work you know you're gonna get at least one story that you don't really care for so um i mean this one looks like just any other anthology uh creepypasta i think i guess slender man is the most famous one right um, I, it's gotta be yeah and then there's I've seen a few that are that are pretty pretty scary. Um, I've seen some that I've just been people are like, you gotta see this, and you watch it, and you're like, oh, yeah, 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 you're right, it was scary. Like but, lights out, I guess that was kind of like a creepypasta oh, yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one, I mean, Screenbox has uh delivered some interesting stuff. This one, I, I don't know if I would give it a second glance. But I mean, based on the trailer, if if I can get a hold of it, that I would watch it. I am such an anthology fan. I'll probably give this a give this a watch. Yeah. Oh, also on the twenty third. Twenty third is a big day. So, uh, coming to Max, which uh, HBO Max, it's going to just Max, right? So, uh, yes. The coming to that streaming network, also coming <laughs> to Cartoon Network, is uh. a prequel to uh, a classic from the eighties, so an animated series, Gremlins. Secrets of the Mogwai. I will say that um, I love Gremlins like anybody, I guess, my age does. Uh, didn't really care for the second one. This one, I don't know. Like, I'm not... Meh, it, it, the Gremlins look amazing in it. Like, the the yeah. um, animation looks great. But I don't know. I, I, might, I might give it a try, but it just looks looks a little too cutesy. To be it's, it's super cutesy. Yeah, I, I don't know. My first reaction, gut reaction was like, fuck yeah, I love Gremlins. Yeah. Like, give me some give me some more Gremlins. The trailer kind of it's a long trailer, by the way. Oh yeah, um, it is. It is a fucking long trailer. I think it could be cool. I'm not sold necessarily. Like you're right, the gremlins look amazing, but the art style is a little different. I don't I can't quite put my finger on it. I think it's the cutesiness. Yeah. You know, it it is like kind of like Pokemon a little bit. And then it's like I don't know. Kinda, yeah. Um, but it yeah, I I don't know. I love the world of gremlins and I, I, I think I think I'm I'm cool with this. Um I'll I'll probably be checking this out. Probably not like a high priority thing, but I'll check it out. Here is an interesting uh fact about Gremlin Secret of the Mogwai. Uh it's already been renewed for a second season. It was renewed for a second season two years ago. Go figure. No wow. idea. How, I don't know how that works, but I want yeah. that job kind of job sir. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right? That is crazy considering that some shows only go like two or three episodes before they're canceled. This one like good ones. Wow. Two years before it even comes out. It's yeah, good ones. You're right. It's, crazy but if you're a gremlins fan like gizmo looks really cool the gremlins look amazing um i i, I might like i agree with you not high priority i'll check it out because i really do like gremlins uh mm. and the second one i said i'm not a big fan of like it's it's goofy like i guess it's such a letdown from the first one as well but i mean i don't know maybe i'd watch it just kind of just so i can be a completionist exactly on uh, May the 24th, Hulu has a, a docuseries, or not a docuseries, it's a limited series called The Clearing. It's like a cult thriller mystery vibe going to that. We've, mm-hmm. we've covered uh, one of my favorite things that we did was uh, Heaven's Gate. We did a whole episode on cult movies, which I mm-hmm. thought was really fun. Uh, this one looks really interesting. It looks like it has a lot going on in it, though, maybe too much. I don't know, but that could either work for or against it. But it does have a really cool atmospheric look to it. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it looked, yeah, it looked kind of compelling. I, I do kind of worry the same thing. It seemed like, man, that could get super convoluted and just like maybe just too much going on at once. I don't know. The, these kind of things I, to me are totally hit or miss. It yeah. is, you you might not even finish. I might, I say you, I might not even finish the first episode, like depending on how I feel about it kind of stuff. So yeah, we'll check it out. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, Drag me in immediately because you have like a group of people all with the exact same haircut and that kind of stuff. All the I was like, I gotta check this out. I would think as things progress, it's kind of like, oh man, this is like there's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe interesting, maybe not. I don't know, but May 24th on Hulu, the clearing. 
Our first movie this week is a dark fantasy, kind of horror story, about a young girl who um, has a horrific accident. She ends up in a coma. In this coma, she's in this strange, dark, like, not steampunk, but like an industrial world. And she's trying to find her way home. I mean, if you're thinking like Wizard of Oz, never ending story type of thing, then you kind of get, you're in the right ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. You you got it. Uh, So Moon Garden is our, is our first movie this week. The imagery in this movie is, uh, it's amazing. I really like the imagery in this movie. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, that's what kept me into this movie definitely is kind of what I was going to see next. I think this had a really, it's very rare that I, that like a movie has like a very clear like vision that kind of just is pervasive through the whole thing. I, that, that may sound ridiculous, but it's true. We watch a lot of movies here and like a lot of movies kind of lose themselves. I think sometimes when it comes to this kind of thing in particular, like this kind of heavy imagery. Um, but this one did a great job of keeping the through line through the entire movie. Yeah, uh, as strong and as um, uh, compelling as the imagery was, man, it, it was very, very sparse on the plot. Now, it's a very, um, it, you know exactly what's going on. Uh, well, actually, I, I take that back. You kind of, some of it I only got because of the uh, the uh, synopsis of it. Um, you know, the uh, you know she's in a coma, the girl, I forget her name, Eva, is that her name? Emma. Emma, Emma. She's in a coma, for sure you know that. She's in a strange world, you know that. She's trying to find her way home, you know that. The big bad, who's an awesome-looking character, um, you, it took. I didn't quite know why he was after her. And spoiler alert, we'll talk about some plot points, but we won't ruin this for anybody. I really only knew why because uh, I had read the synopsis. Like I had no idea why he was after her until he actually captures her, and then there's a device involved and everything, and then. But then it was kind of a weird scene too, where I guess he. I don't know, got really drunk and passed out or something. But yeah. I, I thought as plots go, it's pretty consistent. And I mean, you know what it what the end what what Emma's going for, but I don't think it tells its story. It looks good, but it doesn't really communicate very well. And yeah. I, so <laughs> here's where I start to be negative. So yeah, dude, <laughs> storytelling in this movie is very bad. It's kind of disjointed. I kind of got like, I mean, I don't know. It's not a spoiler to say. I think she's kind of running from death in a Mm -hmm. way. And uh, right. I think you're asking a lot of your audience to invest themselves in a five-year-old girl who very much acts and behaves like a five-year-old girl. Not to say that Heavenly Harris, who portrays Emma, is bad at what she does. She's just a little kid. This is a very young girl, man. Very young child in this acting role. And this movie, I could not help but think the entire time I was watching it, this movie would have been so much better had that been a 12-year-old kid or you know, just a much older actress to help drive story points along, actually act and not act like a little baby. No offense. Right. She is, she is a little baby. That is a very young kid. And yeah. I could not get over that from the word go. Um, not to say that any of the other acting is very bad or anything, but you're you're literally left to deal with these kind of off-the-wall characters interacting with a five-year-old kid, man. That's tough. That's yeah. tough. And unless it's Haley Joel Osment or whatever, like you're or you know, whatever. As an not, adult. As oh. an adult. <laughs> 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 um, I actually love Haley Joel Osment. Um, but uh yeah i think it was asking a lot of the audience man and it really bugged me you bring up a really interesting point like i never thought while i was watching it that it would be better if she was an older uh either character or actor but i also didn't enjoy my time (laughs) so i was so i just never made that that connection like you did but i agree with you like to cast that uh age of an actor in this type of role for um and and this she this is a one person show basically i mean very little dialogue it's her acting to the best of her ability and like you said no knock against her but she's not an experienced actor she's young um she's playing by herself 
well, a lot of times. So it, it's very difficult for even the most experienced actor actors, but um, you have to have a lot of patience and mine wore out like very, very, very quickly because it's lots of crying and I'm going to sound like an awful person. I don't know, maybe I am, but like it's lots of crying and whining and screaming and you, there really is no character to it. You're right. It's, we get it. Like they kind of hammer it in and it's, it's never too on the nose, but she is running from death. And I don't know, it didn't really work for me. Like after the opening and I, I thought the opening was actually pretty, not so great either, to be honest with you. No. But once she um, gets into the, she wakes up in this strange world and the first appearance of the, uh, the, the big bad villain, the first thing I, cause I was watching with my sister, the first thing I said, I was like, Oh, this is going to be one of these types of movies. <laughs> like I could tell right pretty much then that this is going to be very much style over substance and it, that can work. But in this case, it was, it looked great. Like there's a storytelling scene where it's just like these disembodied heads. And, and I looked amazing, mm-hmm. but I didn't care about the story. Like you said, I just wanted to see what they threw out there next. Kind of like when we got, the princess who looked like Buster Poindexter. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know if that should have been awesome in the way. That- <laughs> no, it was awesome for all the wrong reasons. Uh, I, this was such a tough movie to watch. I, I cannot like express that enough. This was a movie that like I had to fight my urge to just fast forward through shit. You know, like you would get into a scene and you'd be like, okay, I get it. And it goes on for 10 minutes or more every scene felt that way man i i try not to be too harsh you know when it comes to that kind of stuff but like ultimately we're here we're just two guys who watch movies ultimately our our i think a lot of the times you'll see that our our ratings are based on our entertainment value did we enjoy it were there things to enjoy were there things that you enjoyed that you could get over and you know or that you know bad things that you could get over just because of certain other aspects and this movie is, is for as much you know imagery that i liked and like you said the big bad looks really goddamn cool i'm not gonna lie awesome it felt excruciating um to kind of it felt like a battle each scene was like good god like move and this is not a long movie it feels so long and again it comes to me a lot of it comes back to the to the little actress and god bless her man but like holy shit i I just couldn't do it Uh, for most scenes and then there was stuff you could definitely tell where they're like okay we're going to pull, we're going to, we're going to spend some time with some of these off the wall characters that we meet. But then the stuff that would happen with them was kind of like, what, what just even happened? Like, I really, like I rewound it a couple times to kind of like, I still didn't get it. So it was disjointed the, we talk, you know, bad pacing We're really bad pacing. Horrible, horrible <laughs> pacing. Like these types of movies um, and, you know, I, name drop wizard of oz and never ending story but it's a very set pattern like they go on a journey they meet these outlet outrageous characters uh there's an epiphany or a lesson learned at the end and that's it so kind of knew what we were in for for this and you know the villain is like the first creature you meet is amazing then she meets a guy who uh plays the piano um no it's an all right character there's not much to him but it actually goes downhill from there like one guy was basically just like a off brand Johnny Depp, really like the John Depp <laughs> with one N, yeah, <laughs> one P, yeah. Like, I mean, you don't get the memorable characters, you don't get uh, I don't know, you don't the imagery can only take you so far. Like, and to piggyback off of what you said, like, this was a struggle to watch it. To watch, like, I'm mean, we've watched some bad movies, we've watched some boring movies, we've watched some long movies, but I don't know if I've ever watched a movie that I've looked at the time so much. Like I was constantly checking how much time was left. And like, I was telling my sister constantly like, Oh, it's, I think it's almost over. But I think I was really telling myself <laughs> <laughs> this was, this was very difficult. But one thing I did think, and I, I, my question to you, like, I think if I were, I don't know, 10 or 11, I think I might've enjoyed this a whole lot more. Like this would have been one of those, like, I don't know, time bandits or Baron Munchausen type stories. But as an adult, you know, it just doesn't resonate with me. So who do you think the audience is for this? Because I can't figure it out for the life of me. That's such a great question. I couldn't tell you. 
you know like like yeah there's like this roll doll kind of like is it for kids but not at all you know then that's like i shouldn't even mention (laughs) the same breath but like i kind of see (laughs) i kind of see where they were going but man i I couldn't tell you who the audience is you know when you're like who could it be is it little kids it's not five-year-old kids is it 12 year old kids i don't think so either it's definitely not 40 year old us so (laughs) like it has the story beats like the ridiculous stuff to where it's like okay maybe maybe nine ten year old because if you're too young it's gonna get too boring if you're too old it you know it's kind of it doesn't grab your attention either so i'm thinking that but it just doesn't have that that hook to it like it's it's very artsy also and i don't mean like like set designer i mean this is like pretentious artsy type of thing like and i think that'll turn away people of all ages like yeah i i I, is this so is this like on a festival circuit is it it's been doing really well on the festival circuit actually wow wow okay i don't know i i guess it's for festival crowds then that's the audience there yeah there you go actually because that is a very particular type of film it is uh moon garden uh it's actually finishing up its festival uh run but it's going to be coming to uh digital and vod it might even be out right now you might be looking for it for all we know but see or no see moon garden no do i don't see it (laughs) don't waste your time i hate to put it that way but i felt like i wasted mine moon garden for as it looks i would say to avoid it just because like you you pay the price <laughs> if if you want to see something that looks this good for that long then you will pay for it so you <laughs> avoid this movie our feature presentation this week is a movie you can find on netflix so right off the bat, I say this more often than not, but spoiler warning, we're going to talk about some plot points, but you can go in this and uh, you'll find that we won't have ruined anything for you. What we haven't had in a while is a trigger warning. So big time trigger warning for this movie. Um, won't get too much into it because some of it will kind of spoilerly, but if you watch it on Netflix, you'll see uh, there is sexual assault. There's some strong language that goes beyond the fuck ass pussy shit type of language mm-hmm. um and then just some general tomfoolery and dumb fuckery so like very 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 seriously strong trigger warning for soft and quiet so um we so, i mean we're we grew up in this world and we don't watch the news regularly well, at least i don't but uh we we know what's going on in the world but we don't really touch on topical matters very often that's just not what this show is about uh soft and quiet puts it right in your face whether you want to know about it or not so i guess i'll start with a question for you um you always hear about um groundbreaking and important must-see movies like and we've used those terms like would you consider this an important or necessary watch absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad that you said that because um i'm thinking and i will say right off the bat that i'm shocked that we didn't hear more about this movie when it came out last year because this is wild shit. And I, this came out ten years ago. I think people would be talking about this for months. I, I, I really, at least, like, I mean, this is a crazy, crazy movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's important. Uh, it's not an important movie. I certainly don't think it's necessary. Mm-mm. But it addresses the stuff that people don't want to talk about. I mean, you hear these buzzwords like mm-hmm. racial division and whatever you hear about this stuff, but it's stuff that people really generally don't like to talk about. Mm-hmm. So important or necessary. I don't know if I go that far, but I'm kind of glad that a movie like this is willing to be this raw and throw this kind of okay. talk right in your face. <laughs> yeah. I, I should, I should say this too try to watch this with my sister she bailed bailed on it she she said she was straight up like i am not gonna watch this after about 45 minutes i think well when the shit right when the shit's about to happen you can tell what direction it's going in like she was out regina did watch the whole thing um she watched it without me um and right after she watched she called me she was like i didn't like that movie i don't know why you told me i should watch it I told him I didn't tell you should watch. <laughs> I just said it's something, but uh, yeah. 
I, I think this movie is gonna, one way or another, you're gonna have a very strong reaction to it. Oh, you could not, you couldn't not have a strong reaction to this movie. I, let me put it that way. I think this is a, a well-made movie. I just don't think I fucking hated every fucking second of this movie. Yeah, and I that is strong. I know, and I will explain why. First, I who wants to watch a bunch of horrible racist women, and I don't mean men, women, whatever racist people sit around and be horrible racist people. And I get the point. Here it is in your face. Here it is on your platter. You got to scoop it up and eat it. There's no way to way around it. I just don't know who actually, regardless of message, wants to see that. Or, like you said, finds it important to see. I don't think, I don't think this movie, not for me anyway. And dude, we both know. I think I am a very well-rounded individual. Um, luckily to grow up in the community that I did. And I think people like this are despicable, horrible. And we should know about them. You should, I don't believe in censorship in any way. This movie should exist. I just fucking couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand the the dialogue, which, by the way, is terrible. Awful dialogue. It's like Rob Zombie wrote it, straight up. Like, the first 30 minutes, it's not so. Rob Zombie didn't write the first 30 minutes of this. But the next hour, he probably, for all I know, he did. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking F-bomb-laden bitch, fucking centric. Everybody's being horrible and awful to each other. And it becomes this, like, circular just unbelievable thing after unbelievable and not unbelievable believable horrible thing that you know again the i judge a lot of what i feel on if i'm enjoying it is this entertaining this is fucking in no way an entertaining movie at all at all there's nothing entertaining about what you're watching regardless of fucking message and i think that's where i felt like I, it's ex, it's exploitative of the of your audience to like do that to them. I, I think it it you know ex, there's nothing groundbreaking happening here. This is a bunch of horrible people doing a horrible thing to some people that do not deserve it. But it's done in a very I don't know it's just surface level. There's no depth to it, and they tried they they tried to make some of the instances that happened during like as you said when the shit hits the fan. They try to make it like, oh, but like, you know, they didn't actually mean, no, who gives a shit? They could have walked in and just fucking cut everybody's throats for all I fucking care. It wouldn't have affected me any differently. I would have still hated them. I would have still hated the fucking act. Look, probably good acting. I don't know. I couldn't get past the fucking dialogue. I cannot express to you how much I, I by the end of this movie, I was like, I fucking hate this. Like, really hated it. <laughs> Oh, and I guess well, I didn't even see what the movie's about. It's about a group of like like-minded women who get together for their, I guess, regular meeting, and um, an encounter at a at a store causes some shit to go down. <laughs> like that's real <laughs> yes. time. Shot over four days. It's one of those no cut movies, and it gets pretty wild. But um, I think all everything that you said is very true. Like I I, I think that this is an exploitation movie. Like straight. Regina compared it to um, the, um, what is it? I spit on your grave. Sure. Uh, Which is another ex- movie I hate. Her too, except she said, this is a major spoiler, but I'll dance around as much as possible. She said, at least in I spit in your grave in the most shitty way possible, there's an attempt at um, retribution. Okay, sure. Right. Oh, and something quite a little bit different, depending on, I guess, how you interpret the ending. Uh, um, yeah, this movie is... I, I do I, some things I do disagree with you about, but this movie, although like the through line that everyone that I've talked about is, is the reason was not made to deliver a message. It was very much made to shock you, like shock the audience. Like, and you're right, the dialogue is it's the first thirty minutes to an hour or so. It's it's normal because you're getting to know the characters a little sure. bit, figuring out their 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 little quirks, and then once the action kicks and then it just becomes you're right it's it's a bunch of cussing a bunch of insulting uh just turning on each other just kind of some lines seem like they're improvised kind of kind of random um i think that's intentional though i think it's supposed to show the chaos of the moment and i'm i'm not going to say that this is a great film by any stretch of the imagination but i think all that 
less careful scripting in the back hat end of the movie i think it's supposed to like get the audience caught up in the because what happens i mean i had very like and visceral feelings for like i told you when i saw the first like i was you know shaking when i when yeah. i saw it like it's i haven't seen a movie like this in a very long time to where it's like like i i felt very negative when it was over and very and and people say a lot and i say it too i say like oh i'm, I'm scared for my country and a lot of times i just say that just to say it <laughs> after watching this movie i was like holy shit i'm kind of scared for my country <laughs> sure yeah i mean i think that's very salient you know like i i think like you right like i think there's a there's a message there of like hey there's some scary people with some scary ideals that are willing to just be horrible man i get it I guess where I kind of just there was nothing redeemable about any of it, right? Like there's there's I mean even your poor victims like you don't even get to know them enough to really I mean not that you don't you just that maybe that's the point that they're yeah. just two random people off the street which and I can see you know like why I mean it is gut wrenchingly horrible the things that are happening and disgusting to witness yeah. and I think. You know, if that's the goal, mission accomplished, man. You made me fucking hate an hour and a half of life and think about it. And so, sure, I thought about it and all this shit. But fuck, even at the very end, which, you know, I, I, I saw the, the last beat, you know, kind of coming a mile away, which is fine. I, 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 I was hoping for it. To be, let me put it that way. I was hoping that I was going to get the thing that I hoped happened at the very end of the movie. Um, but you know, even even with, you know, some light at the end of the tunnel, I had such a hard time, you know, thinking back to this, you know, experience and going like, yeah, I, I would recommend that, it's, you know, to anyone. I think you'd have to, well, I think you'd have to want this. You'd have to want to experience this horrible thing. And I just don't know, in thinking about it, I'm like, who is that? Who wants to experience this? Not me. You know, if, if you if, if it left you shaking, dude, that's not a reaction I want from a fucking movie. Like, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I want to be entertained. And like, not that there wasn't, you know, some entertainment value, I guess, in the, in just like the, the viciousness, you know, there's like, you, you're like, wow, like these, this is just escalating. And like, wow, look at this kind of like whole like avalanche of hate, I guess, that, you know, is, comes rolling down the hill i guess there's like kind of like a wow factor to that but sitting in my you know desk chair watching it i i, I could not wait for it to be over uh, for so many reasons i, I kind of don't even like that they tried to play at your emotions with you know the very first scene that you see they try to like give you like this like sympathy card that was out the window within 10 minutes you know i didn't care I didn't care about any of the characters, you know, except for, you know, a couple that, you know, you should care about, but I, I, it was a, it was like a miserable experience for me. And that is, I very rarely say that about stuff like this. I, I mean, really, but man, holy shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm kind of like out of a loss for words about it, dude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, I think that's one of the points of this movie. Yeah. With you. Um, I, I agree with you with the, uh, I think it's supposed to be about, uh, I don't want to make it seem like there's a deeper message to it, but there, I think it is supposed to, there's supposed to be that aspect of it can happen to anybody. It could happen to you sure. type of thing in the round. Oh, um, writing wise, cause we've kind of ignored some of that. Um, mm -hmm. I think that they tried to give, more reason for there to be conflict between the groups than was necessary because then that kind of takes away from the randomness of it like i i kind of wish that um there wasn't like this oh you know them type of thing like i just it, it would have been better if it was just like hey look at them let's go that would have shown the randomness so i thought the ending was um honestly i thought it was really lazy because you can see it coming but i was like man i hope it doesn't end like that because if it does I want there to be more to it because the way it ends is very much like a horror movie. And I was like, well, shit, you've just given me an hour and a half of like drama, raw, yeah. raw real life in your face, like yeah. grit. And now you're giving me a corny horror movie ending. Like, Hey, I love those endings. Sure. This is the type of movie for that. <laughs> I was uh, very, very 
put off by that. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the movie were just kind of a weird thing. I will say that um, the performances, which you touched on now, some of the characters are in and out so quickly. Mm-hmm. And like I said, some of them, they're given, they're there just for you to have some sort of emotional attachment to them. Mm-hmm. And it's like very, very shallow, which is with mm-hmm. the socialism. But um, there's a couple that stand out and literally a couple. <laughs> um, I think Emily, the main character, Stephanie Estes, uh, they, someone describes her as a Barbie doll. I thought she played that type of character very well. Like mm-hmm. uh, the way she spoke down to even her friends, I thought was really, really cool. I thought the character was a piece of shit, but the performance I thought was really, I don't know. I, I, I was, I understood the character for as much as you can understand a person like that. Yeah, no, I, I would, I will. The best part about this movie easily is the performances because these these actresses and actors they fully are fully bought in, you know they are they're going hard, <laughs> if yes. you will, and oh, yeah. uh, and uh, so yeah that's to be admired that these that this cast could do this movie, you know that 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 had to have been a hard ask you know to to get into the mindset of that is holy good god. To, to try to to try to live in those shoes holy shit yeah mad props to the to the cast and, and crew for for actually pulling it together as far as performances go but then that gets back to my complaint about the dialogue and writing is like you could have done more than just shout bitch and fuck at each other for the next hour and a half like and like honestly there's a couple of those it's like if i'd have walked into any situation where five people are screaming at each other incoherently i'm walking right out and that's, that's not true. You're a big always sunny fan. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're right. So yeah, <laughs> but they're not actually being racist horrible people, except for like one or two episodes. Um. <laughs> Which we can no longer see anyway. So kind of <laughs> yes, exactly. So, but yeah, so that's where I'm just like, man, like I I it's such a lot. And it's like those scenes became overwhelming to me, to where I was like, I literally want to get up and walk away. I think that gets back down to like some direction and writing to where it's like, guys, give me something more than that, you know, and to play at your heartstrings the way they do a couple times, I think was so cheap. Like you said, the ending was lazy and there's some cheap writing in there. And okay, if it was shot in four days, you can tell. Was it written in fucking 24 hours? Because that's what it felt like. I don't know. I, I, I think there was an idea here that they were just fucking let's go fucking hard man we got to go for this idea and the execution kind of got muddy in doing so it really was like repulsive to me i guess it's like like a magnet <laughs> like right. that kind of repulsion so you know what i bet like whether it was done in 24 hours or 24 months or whatever i bet it didn't get money in execution i i'm thinking this is what you see is what that, you i think, think that's what vision. they wanted i think that's the vision I really do. I will say this too, going back to the performances. Um, and I don't want to ignore anything that you said. Uh, uh, Olivia Lucart- Lucardi, who we saw when we were oh, on yeah. uh, Final Girls, um, yes. in another exploitation type movie, uh, Candyland. Um, we were just talking about Jenna Ortega and how she seems to gravitate towards the genre. Mm-hmm. Olivia Lucardi, I'm really beginning to like. That's a name that I'm beginning to look for because. Uh, in this movie, yeah, it's a lot of like kind of simple, kind of annoying dialogue. But her character, like, you're you're not supposed to like any of these characters, really. But um, hers is the one I personally was the one I hated her the most. Oh, easily <laughs> hated. Oh, she she commanded the screen she's for sure. Am- she's amazing. Like, yeah. and the the actor, not the character. <laughs> yes amazing performance um also in a movie that does not have very much levity to it she has the funniest line in the movie when she um, hugs emily and says and afterwards you can model my clothes (laughs) 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 how how a movie like that you never think you would laugh out loud in a movie like this but there you go and what you said about it being it is a miserable experience you're right and it seems like that it was done almost haphazardly and rushed but i i really feel that that's all intentional because i think it's supposed to put you in a moment and put you in a mood and um i, I think it will <laughs> it will put everybody in some sort of mood one way or another and looking online and looking yeah looking what people have said about it it's one or the other that i think people are really like oh man this is important great movie you have to check out and others i've seen many people say it's the worst movie they've seen in years so 
<laughs> runs the gamut of emotions for sure. But uh, Soft and Quiet on Netflix right now. You, uh, I will ask you anyway, Blake, because I always do. See or no see? Let me put it this way. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. It wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't. It, there's a lot. Sure. It's a well, at part, times a well-made movie, I guess. I did not enjoy my time with it. I, I like I said, over and over. I, I think this was a movie that, um, you know, just, you know, it just hit me wrong. And maybe I was in the wrong mindset. I don't know. Didn't enjoy it. Didn't enjoy it. Uh, this is one of those rare movies that we're going to split on. I think that people should see it, but I don't think that you should see it because it tells this important message or because of the performances or the, 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 the film actual production. Um, if you like shock cinema, like you just want something to just grab you and shake the shit out of you. <laughs> like this is the movie for you. So every week, you can find this here on Morbidly Beautiful. We're a part of their podcasting network where they have a bunch of horror-themed podcasts, including ourselves. And we have, also have an open review policy. If there's anything that you think that we should watch, whether it's something that'll make us feel miserable or something that'll make us constantly check our watches, let us know. We'll still watch them. We will. Man, I feel like it's, it's like we get one of those weeks where we really love those. It's like almost every time there's it's like a pretty divisive or or troubling next week so <laughs> we'll see so let us know talk to us about how much misery you have out of the social medias you can find the show on twitter and instagram at adventures and movies you can find us individually out there you can find nathaniel i call him patrick or pat and he's out on instagram as adventures in nathan i'm blake i'm on twitter at four-eyed horror regina is out there who also didn't like this movie very much <laughs> at all she's on twitter at danger travis and next week ooh, italian sharks and diaries Oh, <laughs> there's actually a very famous italian shark movie and it's not that one that we're gonna do uh, you can find us on apple Podcasts. you can go to spotify uh, you can go to amazon music they have podcasts now including ourselves you can also go to morbidly beautiful wherever you listen to us make sure to give us a rating or just tell a friend to listen and that's our cue we will talk to you next week serenity now serenity